don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. True Crimes and Storytimes. I'm Kirsten. I'm Michelle. And I'm back with a storytime episode for today. And, and guys, we have hit an overall 20,000 downloads. Pew, 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 pew. We haven't even been podcasting for a year. That's nuts. And we've already hit 20,000. Like, to all you guys that listen to us, download our episodes, subscribe to us, give us reviews, whatever you do, we appreciate the support. We appreciate it more than you know. We are geeked. Like, we're we just both so sitting happy. here cheesing. Yeah. Like, we are so happy that people actually, like, listen to us. Seriously. Because we really enjoy doing this. We really thought, like, nobody's going to this podcast. Nobody's going to listen to us. Like, it's going to take a long time. Yeah, but really, like... We get quite a bit of downloads for each episode, I would say, like, yeah, not bragging, but just saying, like, in general, I think we More get a pretty decent amount, yeah, mm-hmm. and to hit 20k downloads, like, honestly, <laughs> when we first started our podcast, right, we're like, okay, what are our yearly goals, and we're like, we at least want to hit 5,000 downloads in the first year, yeah, and, he, and we've quadrupled that, yeah, and it's insane, and That's we crazy. haven't even hit a year yet, I know, like, we're still months away from that. That's crazy. It's insane, mm-hmm. and we appreciate the support, seriously. For real. Not to get too sappy, but... But thank you, guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. I think I've said that, like, a million times. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I watched the movie 1922 on Netflix. Um, it is originally a novella by Stephen King. What's a novella? A novella is, like, a... It's, like, a book, but it's, like, a short book. Gotcha. It's, like, a short story, mm-hmm. but a book. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like not a novel. Okay, got you. Okay, so yes, this movie was on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's like two hours long, I think. That's not it has, bad. No, it's, it's like an hour and fifty minutes, I think. It has a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which okay. I think is pretty good. And I also included the description. If you um, want to listen to the description and just watch the movie for yourself, you could do that. Or you can just continue listening, and I'm going to go through it. Um, but it said, a farmer conspires to murder his wife for monetary gain and convinces his teen son to participate. Wilfred and his son Henry soon become delusional as they continue on with their lives. Okay. So, without further ado just get right into the movie let's go so in the opening scene we see a man walking through some busy streets you can tell it's set in the 1920s because it's there's a lot of like older model cars the way the people are dressed the way the buildings look they're not wearing their seatbelts yeah (laughs) it's like the like first like model t type cars okay um so he's walking down the road and he crosses the street to what appears to be a hotel of some kind or like an apartment complex or something. Okay. So he goes into the hotel and he gets up to a room and he's in the room. 
And he's just kind of standing there in the middle of the room, not doing anything. Okay. And he goes over to the wall and he puts his ear against the wall like he's listening at something. But there's like, you can't hear anything. So he walks over to a desk. There's a desk in the room and he starts writing. So this whole movie is what he's writing. Okay. It's a confession. Oh. Yes. So, he goes on to talk about his life and the land he lived on with his wife, Arlette, and his son, Henry. Um, So, then we start getting into um, flashbacks. Okay. So, it cuts to a scene where Wilfred, is his name, is teaching Henry to drive a car. He tells him he's ready, he's good to drive, and Henry drives off down the driveway. So, then we see another scene where he's picking up some stalks of corn in his field while his wife is sitting on the porch sewing. It's, like, this big white house with, like, a wraparound porch, like, a very, like, farmhouse type of house. Okay. And they have, like, hundreds of acres of land. hmm So, now Henry's on the porch with his mom, and he gives Wilfred a glass of lemonade and... Like I said, this is what he's writing. So, there's a lot of narrating in this movie. Yeah. So, in the it's background... It's about his point of view of right. the story, right? Right. And, like, you can hear him narrating in the background, like, what's happening. Gotcha. So, he says that his wife never liked the farm and wanted to sell the land. Okay. She was not happy living on the farm. So, next we see them sitting at their table for dinner. Mm-hmm. And Wilfred asks her what they would do with all the money if they would sell the farm. Okay. Because that's what she wanted to do. Right. So he wants to see, like, what her ideas are. Right. She said they could move to a big city like St. Louis, but Wilfred doesn't like that idea, so she said they can talk about it later after dinner. Like, she didn't want to argue with him. Gotcha. Because he's not too keen to the idea of selling the land. Right. He loves his farm. Okay. And I forgot to mention in the beginning, she inherited this farm from her father that passed away. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's her technically farm. her farm. Yes. Okay. But they're married. Right. So, whatever. Technically, it's theirs. Right. No prenup involved mm-hmm. in the 1920s. Right. So, next we see Arlette. She's getting into bed, and he's, like, standing outside the door, watching her through the crack in the door. Just, Creepy. like, watching her. And then he walks downstairs. Okay. There's a lot of, like, weird scenes, weird, like, short little scenes in mm-hmm. the movie. But I think that just, like, adds to the vibe. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, in the next scene, they're back sitting on the porch, and they're arguing about whether or not to sell the farm. Mm-hmm. Wilfred tells her if they can't agree, then she can go live with her mother and leave him the land. And she said, that'll never happen. Yeah, because it's her it's, land. Right. Technically, it's still hers. Right. And I don't know about the 1920s, but, like, I don't know how that works. Like, how divorce works. Yeah, I don't know. Because people didn't get divorced back then, really. Um... They so, talk about it in this next okay. scene about getting a divorce. But um, he offers to buy the land from her. And she's like, you don't have the money. Like, where are you going to get the money? Yeah. He's like, I can make payments. She's like, no, absolutely not. Right. So she suggested selling the farm, mm-hmm. splitting the money, and getting a divorce. Okay. That way they each get equal, but they get a divorce because they don't really get along. And maybe he can buy a smaller farm. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't get along. You can tell that they're, like, not happy with each other. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, if we get a divorce, like, who's Henry going to go with? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, he's going to come with me. Of course, he needs his mother. He's only, like, 14 or 15. Yeah. And he's like, then I'll never see him. Like, that's my son. 
So he's like, I need some time to think about it. Okay. Like, that's kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. So next we see him sitting in a rocking chair on the porch smoking a pipe. And in the background, he says he thought about going to the police about it, but something was holding him back. He wanted to go to the police about trying to talk her into keeping the land, not selling it. But how would the police help with that? I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because she's a woman. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But he said that something was holding him back. And what Mm. was holding him back was the fact that he hated her. Oh. Like, he, like... He had some resentment. Yes. He hated her. Like I said, they didn't get along, but he said, I hated her. So... Well, maybe, yeah. That sounds like some pent-up resentment there. So, next we see Arlette. She's outside. She's taking clothes off the clothesline. And Wilfred walks up and tells her she's not selling their land. Like, he will not go for it. And... Also, so she... I'm sorry, can I just say, when you hang your clothes on the clothesline outside, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever done this, <laughs> but my great-grandparents were very old school and lived out in the country and hung their clothes on a clothesline. And when I was younger, I used to help them do all that, mm-hmm. like hang it up, take it down, but it always smells so good. It smells like outside. My thing is, so my grandma used to do that, mm-hmm. but they, they wouldn't be soft. I don't know if she did They are like... kind of stiff, yeah. Yeah, that's my, they did smell good, but, but they, I don't know. I don't know if... So, like, some shirts and stuff, Austin and I don't dry, and we just hang on the hangers. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they just weren't using softener or something, because... That's what I'm saying. When we hang our shirts and stuff on the hangers, and they're not stiff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what it is, but... I don't know. Honestly, I love hanging clothes outside. It or smells so good. maybe it's, so like, good. the gravity, like, maybe. pulling the clothes tight. I don't, I don't Honestly, know. we I need don't... to get a clothesline for out here. I would hang up my clothes out here, bro. Bruh. For real. I, I swear. so much on energy. Anyways. Any- anyway. <laughs> Um, so, she's upset. He mm-hmm. says, you're not selling the land. Right. And she is not happy. So, she, like, throws her stuff down and walks away. Mm-hmm. So, in the next scene, he's sitting on the porch smoking his pipe. And Arlette is being dropped off by some guy. Right. In a car. Mm-hmm. And he, in the background, he says he believes there was another man. He believes there's another man inside every man. Meaning, like, like, there's like, a more angry... Yes. Like, there's Resentful. a bad side. Yeah. yeah like, exactly. Like, at the animal side of a man, yeah, right? Ex- exactly. Okay. So, he sees her getting dropped off, and he's, like, kind of pissed. Like, the fuck is going on? Right. Well, I mean, honestly, like, who wouldn't be? Yeah. Like, another random man that you don't know is dropping your wife off yeah. at your house? I mean, maybe she was get, getting a ride home or something. I mean, it could be, but, yeah. Because it's, like, the 1920s. Yeah, that's true. Not everybody has a car. They have a car. Yeah. So, like, why didn't... Maybe she didn't know how to drive? I don't know. Yeah, that's Or maybe she was seeing this guy. Who but knows? then Henry was driving down the driveway earlier. Didn't he leave? Yeah. So, maybe he took the car. Mm. Well, this is, like, back and forth. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, this is, like, not back to back to back. This is all over the place. Okay. Like, a snippet and a snippet and a snippet. Okay. Yeah. So, now we see him staring into a well. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's thinking about something. Okay. Like, they live on a farm. So, they have, like, this big old well. And it's got, like, a metal door or a wooden door over it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, like, made of stones. It's really deep. And he's just kind of sitting there in his chair, like, looking at this well. Like, you can kind of see the wheels turning. Right. Like, what's he about to do with this well? Mm-hmm. So, then he goes looking for Henry. And he walks into their basement where he finds Henry, and he's with a girl, and her name is Shannon. Okay. Henry is seeing this girl. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing. Like, they're together. Okay. So, Wilfred's like, 
Shannon, hello, nice to see you. Mm. I need you to go home. I need to have a word with Henry. Also, why are they in the basement? I don't know. They were getting freaky in the basement. Oh. <laughs> so. In the 1920s. Yeah. Shame on you. With his, like, overalls and, like, yeah. Oh, okay. But, um. Go <laughs> off, Shannon. <laughs> so, um, narrating, he says Henry had gotten sweet. And we see a clip of Henry giving Shannon some flowers. Aww. And Wilfred says he could use this to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, Henry's, like, really starting to like Shannon. Okay. So, he's going to use that. Um. Also, my next-door neighbor, her name is Shannon. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's so funny. That's funny. Anyways. I have an aunt named Shannon, so. I have an uncle named Shannon. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, Wilfred and Henry are walking through a cornfield. And they're talking, and Wilfred is telling him that if they sell their land and their farm and they move to a big city, he won't get to see Shannon anymore. Henry won't get to see Shannon anymore, mm. and Henry won't get to see his dad anymore. He's playing on these those yeah, boys' the emotions. Feelings, yeah. So Henry asks him, like, "What are we gonna do? Like, I don't want to lose Shannon, and I don't want to lose you either. Yeah. But like, what are we gonna do about it?" And he says sometimes they have to just take what they must the, take what they must have, even if someone gets hurt and even if someone might die. And this poor boy's fourteen, so when I you're know. fourteen, you're feeling like emotions, yeah. but you're feeling them like ten times the amount yeah. of what you do now. Mm-hmm. So Henry doesn't like that idea, but Wilfred tells him he's tried everything, but she won't give in. So they have to do what they have to do. Oh God. Okay. In the next scene, Henry is walking out of the door to go to school, and our point of view is, like, um, Wilfred is sitting upstairs shaving, mm-hmm. looking out the window watching. Okay. So, Henry is walking down the driveway, and Arlette comes out, running after, and she's like, what's wrong with you? Give your mama a kiss. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, upset. Visibly for, upset. Yes. Okay. So, he's like, whatever. He, like, turns around, doesn't say anything, gives her a kiss, and he's kind of, like, hanging his head, but he doesn't say anything to her, and just turns around and keeps walking. Yeah. And she's standing there like, what is wrong? What is wrong with this boy? Mm-hmm. So then we see Henry and Wilfred out in the field again talking about what they're going to do. Okay. And Henry is upset. This of is course. all upsetting him. This a is lot. his mother. He's very emotional. Mm-hmm. But Wilfred tells him they don't have a choice unless he wants to move to a big city and never see him again. Okay. Or Shannon. I think at this point they're planning to move to Omaha. Or his, their mom. His mm-hmm. mom is planning on moving to Omaha. So, now they're sitting at the dinner table again. Mm-hmm. And Henry's not eating. So, again, he's visibly upset. Yeah, he's, like, upset. Mm-hmm. And Arlette slams her hand on the table and says, Eat or starve, Henry. It's your choice. Like, she's mad. And she can tell something's wrong. Yeah, but, like, don't get mad. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so, then she turns to Wilfred and is basically like, Why are you just sitting there and, like, not doing anything? And Hen- Henry tells her to leave his dad alone, and she slaps him in the face for talking back. She's well, like, that'll set somebody off. You're not going to talk to me like that. So he's pissed now. He's mm. not upset. He's pissed. Well, that will make someone resentful, yeah. won't it? Mm-hmm. Even though they were just upset about possibly hurting you, and now you're like, slap. Okay, bitch, what's up? Let's <laughs> just put you over the edge. Yeah. So she said she talked to a lawyer and they said that the land is hers and she's going to sell whether they like it or not. And Henry's going to come with her to Omaha and she's going to open a dress shop. 
Okay. That's what she's going to do. She That's said she Wilfred can go live somewhere else. She does not care, but she's taking Henry to Omaha, and she's going to open a dress shop. Gotcha. So Henry starts crying, but not because he's sad, because he's mad and he's frustrated. Right. Obviously. His mom just smacked him in the face, and he's already upset. Yeah, that's humiliating, for sure. Yeah. So, now, Wilfred and Arlette are sitting on the porch when he tells her, Henry convinced him that it might be a good idea to sell the land and move to the city. Mm. So, he's like, you know what? He's playing into her emotions. I think you're right. Let's just sell. Let's sell the land, move to Omaha. Henry talked to me. I think it's a good idea. And she's like ecstatic she is oh i bet so happy she's like do you really mean it and he's like yeah like i'll get a job as a mechanic and work on cars like i've kept all these tractors going for so long i can work on a car no problem and so she's i thought they hated each other so i'm surprised she's so ecstatic yeah well i think they hated each other because of the farm gotcha so she like wants to celebrate henry's listening in from the house and he doesn't seem happy he's like not convinced okay um, so later that night, they're out on the porch celebrating, and Arlette is visibly drunk. Like, she's talking all this stuff about Henry and Shannon and what they do behind closed doors and what he should be doing behind closed doors with her and, like, yeah. Oh. She's very vulgar about it. Jeez. And he's, like, mad, like, don't talk about Shannon like that. Like, what is your deal? Mm-hmm. And she's, like, drunk, drunk. And she asks um, Wilfred for another drink, so he pours her one. She drinks it, and she's just so happy. Mm. They've all come to an agreement, and they're going to sell the land. Okay. So she's so drunk that Wilfred has to carry her upstairs to bed. Okay. And so um, he lays her down, and she basically just passes out. Yeah, she's that drunk. She's that drunk. So, Wilfred and Henry are talking, and Wilfred is telling him that his mother is going to end up splitting him and Shannon up, and they won't be able to see each other anymore. So, he keeps reiterating this to Henry to make sure that he's still in with the plan, basically. And after all the things that she was saying about Shannon, the way she was talking about Shannon. When she slapped him, right? I mean, all that probably pissed him off. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's, like, already, like, she can't. She yeah. can't. So he's like pissed. He's mm-hmm. like, whatever. Uh, whatever also, he's you gotta 14, do. Yeah. So. so Henry's like, can't you get a lawyer? Like, can't we just like settle this and fight her? And Wilfred tells him he can't afford a good enough lawyer to be able to beat her lawyer. Like, she has yeah. all the money. Right. And so the only way they can do it is if Henry helps him. Okay. Do what they gotta do. So, Wilfred tells him that it's their house and they have to fight for it. And I wonder how many times this has actually happened back in the 1920s. I, I wonder. <laughs> um, just, I mean, when you see what happens, you're going to be like, hmm, okay. So, um, Wilfred goes and gets a knife. And Henry gets some kind of, it looks, it doesn't really give a close-up of it, but it looks like some kind of burlap fabric okay. type stuff. And they go back to Arlette's room. She's still passed out on the bed. So, Henry is, like, really hesitant, but then he puts the burlap over her face, and Wilfred takes a knife, and he stabs her repeatedly, and then slices her throat. 
So he's really pissed at her. Yes. He does not like her. He hates yeah. her. He no, has so he much resentment her. built up. Yes. Because I was sitting here thinking, like, why wouldn't you just suffocate her? Because back then, forensically, you couldn't mm-hmm. tell somebody was dead. And Henry mentioned so. that. He was like, can't we just put a pillow over her face? And he was like, no, like, she'll fight too much. Like, we have to end it fast. Mm. But Wilfred really was just resentful. He just really wanted to get revenge. Yeah. Basically. So, she's dead. Mm -hmm. She's dead now. And in the background, he's narrating and he says, In 1922, I murdered my my wife. My son aided me. Okay. So, then we see Henry and Wilfred carrying, obviously, it's Arlette's body wrapped up in, like, blankets. There's, like, duct tape around it and stuff. Okay. And he's carrying it out to the well. The one he was looking in earlier. The one he was looking in earlier. Gotcha. So, Henry's, like, in shock and, like, passes out oh, on the ground. So, Wilfred's like, damn it. I gotta finish this by so myself. So, he, like, they're almost at the well. So, he, like, pulls Arlette's body and throws her into the well. Okay. And then they start, Henry wakes up and then they start, like, cleaning up all the blood in the house. Gotcha. They were up all night cleaning and Henry says he can't go to school because someone might tell that something was wrong with him yeah and so Wilfred is like we'll just tell him that you were sick or whatever it's fine so Wilfred gathers up all the rest of the bloody sheets and clothes and Mm -hmm. goes to take him to the well and when he does he looks in and he sees a bunch of rats that were eating her body so all the evidence is getting taken away all the evidence is going into the well Right, and, and then she's getting eaten. And so then she's getting eaten. Her by, cause eaten of by death will not be able to be told. Right, just wait. Oh, jeez. So he kind of gets upset. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, but he like throws some stuff, like a rock or something, down at the rats, like to get him to get away from her body. Yeah, but like she's dead. Well, I mean, it's and, like, still his her. wife. He's probably in yeah. this weird like limbo of like. I don't know, like, resentfulness, but maybe kind of regretting what he did but at like, the same time. But, like, it's too late to go back, yeah. so, like... I don't know. Can a murder feel regret? Or yeah, is, I don't is know. that just psychopaths? I really I don't. I don't know. So, when he throws the rocks down, the rats, like, scatter, and they go into this pipe mm-hmm. and, like, seemingly disappear. Okay. So, then he starts to, like, come up with a plan. as like, what is he going to tell people to happen to her? Mm-hmm. Because she was known around, like, town and stuff. Oh, well, yeah, you own that much land. And, and like, nearby farms. And, mm-hmm. like, she had talked to people about selling the land. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he took some clothes out of the closet to make it look like she packed a suitcase. And he packed a suitcase and threw it in the well. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, he I hope was nobody gonna, looks down the well. <laughs> he, um, is going to tell people that, like, she packed a suitcase and left on foot. Okay. She just walked walked home or walked not walked home walked away from home in the middle of the night left home well that wouldn't be too bad of a story either right because she obviously wants to leave she mm-hmm. hates the farm yeah so now wilfred is out in the field putting up a barbed wire fence like fixing up a fence and a car pulls up and it's an attorney from uh the people that arlette was planning to sell the farm to gotcha so, he says he's looking for Arlette, but Wilfred tells him that she left him in the middle of the night. hmm And the attorney's like, it's a little strange. But then Henry's like, yeah, she left. I don't know what happened. Like, whatever. hmm So, the, ter- the attorney's like, something's going on. He gets mad and he leaves. Okay. So, now, we see Wilfred and Henry walking a cow onto the top 
of the door of the well. Okay. And then it falls through. Gotcha. So, that's the same well they put our lead in. So, they're trying to, like, cover up her body with, with a the cow. cow to make it look like the cow fell in. They couldn't just chuck a cow in there. Yeah. So, they had to, like, walk the cow onto it and have it fall through. Gotcha. So, then he, like, shoots it because it's, like, broken. But yeah. But it's, like, alive. So, the, right. the cow's dead now. Puts it out of its misery, right. I guess. So, then they're like, well, now if anybody looks in the well, they can't see. All they're going to see is a cow. Mm-hmm. And it's a deep well. It's the 1920s. They're not going to be able to go down there and get it out. Yeah. So, gotcha. her body's basically gone at mm-hmm. this point. So, Wilfred shoots the cow. Right. And they start filling it in with dirt. Oh, okay. So, they're going to fill it in. Because cow fell in. Because now they have an excuse to fill it in. Right. Because the cow fell in. Gotcha. So, they're taking a break. They're sitting on the porch, drinking some lemonade, and another car pulls up, and it's the sheriff. Okay. He's asking about Arlette. And Wilfred tells him the same thing. She left in the middle of the night and is like, you can come inside and look around if you want. So he does. And they start going through her clothes and going through what she took and how she only took her finest clothes, her favorite ones. Um, she took her shoes, mm-hmm. left them. I mean, that's she only took her belongings. Right. She didn't take anything else. And Henry tells the sheriff that she planned on opening a dress shop. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff was like, how is she going to open a drive shop with no money? And they're yeah. like, beats me. She left. I don't know. Right. So they go back outside and tell the sheriff that they had to fill in the well because a cow fell in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you want to come take a look? There's cow in this well. <laughs> they're like, you want to come look? And he's like, mm, I'm okay. Yeah. So he leaves. Interesting. If I was the sheriff, I would have been like... Yes, I yeah. do want to look. Let me see, yeah. <laughs> so, um, he leaves, and then we see they have finished filling in the well with dirt. So, it's filled in. And now it's supper time. Okay. So, they sit at the table, and they're eating, and they're not saying anything to each other. They're, like, kind of just thinking. They're kind of heavy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he Henry just lost his mom, and mm-hmm. even though Wilfred hated his wife, he just lost his wife. He was still with that person for yeah a long time. So, in the background, he's narrating, and he talks about how that was the best summer that they had ever had. Without her? Yeah. You see flashes of, like, them tilling up the corn, and um, he said that the corn grew so well, and they got, like, just enough rain, that like, the perfect amount of rain for the corn, and the cows were doing so good, and... They're just having a great time, right? Mm-hmm. So, now, Wilfred is in the house with Shannon. Okay. And she asked him, asked him if Henry was sick because he's been acting a little bit different. Okay. And he reassures her that everything was fine and that Henry cares for her so much and she has nothing to worry about. And he was, and Henry's just, like, trying to protect her. Basically. Yeah. And... Then Wilfred starts referring to Henry as Hank. He only did it a couple times throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, Henry was going to bed and he was like, call me Hank because she hated it. And so Wilfred's like, okay, good night, Hank. Because Arlette didn't like it, I guess. So Henry's still trying to be resentful after she's already yeah, dead. Yeah, But he only calls him Hank like two or three times. Gotcha. He's like, alrighty then. Yeah. So, now, we're in the middle of the night, and Wilfred hears 
cows mooing in the barn like mm-hmm. something was going on like it was very loud okay so he grabs his gun and he goes out there to see what's going on and he sees that there's a rat that was eating off one of the cow's <gasps> udders oh my god and then it runs into a pipe okay remember the pipe the pipe that the goes pipe. to the well yeah so it runs into the pipe and he remembers like oh that pipe goes to the well so he like looks in the pipe and he gets a real strong smell obviously because there's a dead Death. body and a dead cow and dirt now so he's like he throws up and mm. he's like in his mind you can tell he's like i gotta do something about that mm-hmm. so he puts a cloth in it to try and like keep the smell in and try and prevent the rat from coming out and then yeah, he goes back a into cloth to keep yeah, the rat I don't know, in i don't know already so he goes back into the house He's like, whatever, I'll deal with this later. It's in the middle of the night. So he goes back into the house, and he looks through a doorway, and he sees a shadow, and it looks like Arlette's shadow. Uh Uh-oh. But then he, like, does a double take, and it's just Henry. Oh, okay. So he's starting to, like, see things. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So he tells him that there was a fox trying to get to the cows and to just go to bed. Mm Mm-hmm. So the next day, we see him in the barn putting concrete over the end of the pipe. He's like, now you ain't getting out, bitches. Yeah. Fucking rats. He does not like rats. Like, I'd... ever since ever since he seen the rats eating her body, he's yeah. like, anytime he sees a rat, and that's important for the rest of the movie. Okay. Rats are no good for him. Okay. So, it cuts back to him sitting in the hotel room from the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Where he's writing out all these events. And he stops, and he looks over at the wall. And there's a hole starting to form, like, cracks in the wall. It looks like something's trying to get out. Okay. okay. So he kind of looks at it for a while. Like, he's freaked out. And then he goes back to Renny. Gotcha. Next, we go back to Shannon. And he's, she's crying. She is upset. Mm-hmm. And then we see Wilfred and Henry out on their porch talking. And... Wilfred tells him that they're too young to get married, and he needs to, quote, keep your belly in your pants. He said that. he was using it as leverage for him to kill his mom. Yeah. So, yeah. Then Shannon's father walks up. His name's Harlan. Okay. He pulls up, and um, Henry goes inside, and Wilfred and Harlan stay outside, and they talk. Okay. And he tells Wilfred that... Shannon's going to go stay at a Catholic school until she has her baby. Okay. And then they'll put it up for adoption, and then she'll come home. Okay, so Henry got her pregnant. Mm. And then that's why Wilfred was saying he's too young to get married. Yes, and keep your willy in your pants. Okay. So, um, Harlan tells Wilfred that he has to pay $75 of the $300 it was going to cost for her to stay at the Catholic school. Gotcha. Because his son had a part of it, too. Sounds kind of like Riverdale to me. Sorry. I've never seen... I've only seen, like, season one of Riverdale. Mm. Well... I'm not caught If up. you know, you know. <laughs> I don't. So, at first, he was like, you should pay half, mm-hmm. 150 But I know, like, your wife just left you, and you don't have very much money, so yeah. you can at least pay 75 Right. He's like, I don't have $75. Like, how am I going to pay $75? Mm-hmm. And he's like figure it out if you don't pay you don't pay but you better pay yeah basically so now wilfred and henry are trying to think of what they're gonna do what are they gonna do okay 
So Wilfred tells him he can't run away. Henry wants to ra- run away with her. Mm-hmm. But Wilfred's like, you can't run away. She's four months pregnant and you ain't got no money. Yeah. So Henry gets upset and tells Wilfred that there was another way without killing his mother and that he cursed everything. Like everything's going downhill now. Yeah. Ever since then. So Wilfred remembered that Arlette used to hide money around the house. Like, in the flower jar and in her hat boxes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, he goes looking for it and he finds $40 total. Okay. That's, like, half, more than half of what he needs. Yep. So, then he's like, now I have to figure out how to get $35 more. Okay. So, he goes and get tries to get out a loan for $35. And the banker's like, you don't need a loan for $35. You need a loan for $750. Jesus. So, he's like, uh, I better go talk to my son about it. I don't know why. Maybe he just Maybe needed he was an excuse. Using it. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes back out to his car outside where the banker's at, mm-hmm. and he finds a note from Henry, nice. saying he took their truck, and he ran away. So he, in his note, he said that everything they had done had made him miserable, and he couldn't do it anymore. Okay. So he ran away. In the back, I thought this quote was kind of funny. He said, waiting for a teenage boy to come to his senses is like waiting for a broomstick to sprout flowers. Nice. (laughs) Um, So then Wilfred goes on to say that the only way he was leaving his farm now is in chains. Okay. Like, his wife is dead. His son is gone. Ain't no way he's leaving this farm now. Gotcha. So he's starting to get paranoid. He's starting to see things, like when he saw the shadow before. Mm -hmm. He keeps seeing arlette when she's not there obviously like out of the corner of his eye or whatever Mm -hmm. and then he sees like blood splatters that aren't there from where they had cleaned it up they cleaned everything up Mm -hmm. but he's like imagining them there and so now we see the sheriff he's talking to wilfred about how they found his truck abandoned and how someone stole some clothes in the same area where the truck was abandoned. And gotcha. so he accused Henry of stealing these mm-hmm. things from these shops. And Wilfred's like, Henry's not a thief. He would never do that. He probably just, like, ran out of gas and, like, went on foot or whatever. Yeah. So he's, like, upset at the sheriff for, like, accusing Henry of being a thief. Okay. Even though, I mean, he did steal their truck. So the next day, he goes back and he takes out the loan for $750. Okay. And in the 1920s, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, that's a decent amount of money now, but it's, like, way more. For sure. Back then. I don't know what the conversion is now, but I just know it's a lot of money. For sure. So, when he goes to put the money away, he goes to put it in the top of where Arlette's clothes were, where mm-hmm. she used to keep the money, mm-hmm. where he found the $40. So, he goes to put it in there, and there's a rat in there, and it bites his hand. And so, he, oh, like, Jesus. flings it on the ground and, like, stomps it to death. Mm-hmm. And so... We flash back to where he's in the hotel room, and he sees a rat climbing through the hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And he looks further, and there's more rats inside the wall. Okay. So he's, like, starting to freak out. Mm-hmm. But he goes back to writing. So now we're back at back to him at home, and he's cleaning up the rat blood that he smashed with his foot. And he's got a bandage wrapped around his hand because he got bit by a rat, and rats are dirty. Right. So... There had been a leak in the roof. He had mentioned it earlier about how there was a leak in the roof. And it would only take a day to fix, but he just hadn't gone around to fix it. Yeah. So, now, 
it's a giant hole in the ceiling and Mm -hmm. it's letting in like snow and cold air and he's freezing and um like he's like blue because he's so cold he unwraps his hand and his whole hand is just like black okay it is infected so now it's like blizzarding outside he wraps himself in a blanket and tries to get to his car to start it but like when you the old cars like that you have to like crank them in the front Mm -hmm. and he couldn't get it to start because it's cold it's frozen even now the new the cars now Mm -hmm. when it's so cold outside sometimes they don't start Mm -hmm. or they have a hard time starting so he goes back inside he lights what i think is the oven okay i'm not sure it might have been like a stove it might be what like a wood stove it's got like a little thing on top i don't know i wasn't 100 percent sure okay but it looked like an oven Mm -hmm. but he lights it and he's sitting in front of it trying to get warm he takes some pills i'm assuming for the pain for his hand drinks it down with alcohol nice and the front door keeps like opening and closing in the wind yeah and he goes over and like kind of pulls it shut but he can see like arlette's body Mm -hmm. like not her normal but like her dead body yeah standing outside the door and so he he closes the door but now she's like inside Mm -hmm. walking around the house inside and he's freaking out like what am i seeing and he falls down the basement stairs and he like turns around to the stairs and he can see her like walking down the stairs towards him and there's like rats around her oh, feet Jesus. and um she's like dirty and bloody and like her face is like all chewed up from the rats and like, yeah. she's decayed and gross mm-hmm. so she gets really close to his face and like clamps her teeth a couple oh times. hell no yeah it was real weird i did not like that but then as he's narrating in the background he says that she's telling him about henry mm-hmm. about what happened to henry so the scene cuts to henry he's um getting a gun okay. and he's robbing a bank he broke into a car stole the car kidnapped shannon from the catholic school okay. they drive away it's like a whole series of events they keep getting in trouble stealing stuff you know yeah. at gunpoint and so they're like a criminal couple now right and um, then they're, like, running out of this building where they were, like, trying to steal something from this guy, and he shoots Shannon in the back. So then they, he, like, Henry picks her up and puts her in the car, and they're driving away. It's snowy. It's blizzarding. Mm -hmm. So they wreck on the side of the road, and he's carrying her through a field to an abandoned house. And it's in the middle of nowhere. No heat, no nothing. So, um... They get in, and he's, like, trying to start a fire and stuff, and she's, like, the baby's dead. Like, it's dead. And she's, like, bleeding out. Mm. So, um, it cuts back to Wilfred, and he's telling Arlette, like, just kill him. He doesn't want to know anything else. Just end it. He's done. And she continues anyway, telling him what happened. Okay. So, now Henry is trying to gather wood outside to make this fire, Mm -hmm. and when he gets over he's like trying to kindle it and he looks over and realizes shannon's dead mm. like laying on her side on the mattress so he takes off his coat and covers her up lays beside her and shoots himself so now he's dead okay and now it cuts back to wilfred and he is alone in his basement like basically shocked mm-hmm. in all doesn't know what to think 
he ends up passing out. Someone, I don't know if someone comes looking for him, but someone finds him and takes him to the hospital because of his hand. He's probably hypothermic. And that's also probably why he's kind of hallucinating. Right. (laughs) So he has to have his hand amputated Mm -hmm. because of the infection. The sheriff walks into his hospital room and tells him about a body they found in a ditch that had um, their back teeth were missing. And Wilfred said that Arlette was also missing her back teeth and that must be her. Yeah. He also said something about um, the the person they found had been robbed and Wilfred had said, you know, she took her belongings and her mm-hmm. valuables and so they must have robbed her. Yeah, right. and she and didn't took have her anything. stuff. Yeah, so that must be Arlette. So there's, they f- quote unquote figured that out. Oh, okay. So that's not on him anymore. Right. Um. So now we see Wilfred waiting at a train that's bringing Henry's body. Okay. And then the train stops, and a bunch of like reporters and stuff mob him and like asking what happened, what happened, and he's like freaking out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, not saying anything to anybody. So then the scene cuts to um, the body's laying on like a metal table mm-hmm. and it's covered up. And the, I don't know if it's the coroner. It must be the coroner. Yeah. Uncovers his body so that Wilfred can identify. And it is Henry and he's got like, his eyes are missing and he's got like. Oh, Jesus. Um, The skin around his mouth and his eyes were missing and he's like all chewed up. It, it looked like by rats. I mm-hmm. mean. So, um, he kind of, like, winces. He's like, oh, gosh. Like, that's my son. Yeah. Tells the coroner to, like, fix him up as best as he can. Give him the finest coffin they have. And he's got money. He'll pay whatever it takes. So, Wilfred goes to Shannon's funeral. But he kind of stands in the back, like, so nobody sees him. Yeah. But then nobody came to Henry's funeral. Except for Wilfred. Nobody was there. Dang. But as he's sitting in the pew... At Henry's funeral, he turns around and sees Arlette sitting there with rats all around her. Mm-hmm. And he de- kind of doesn't do anything. He just turns around like, what the fuck? Yeah. So now we're back at the house and the farm and it's snowing again. Okay. When we started, this was like at the beginning of the year, like springtime. And now we're getting into like the end of the year, the wintertime. Okay. So, the roof's still not fixed, and he's sitting in the living room in his chair, and there's a cow in the house. And it's very, like, malnourished and not taken care of. It's probably trying to get warm. And he's just sitting there, like, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So, now we see him walking up to Harlan's house. Remember, okay. Harlan is Shannon's, Shannon's dad. dad. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, neighbors. Not mm-hmm. close neighbors, because it's a farm, but... yeah. So, he walks up to Harlan's house and offers him to buy the land for $500. Like, he wants Harlan to buy his farm for $500. Oh, Harlan, wait. He wants him to buy his farm? Or he wants to buy Harlan's farm? No, he wants Harlan to buy his farm. Because it's already, okay. like, he can't do anything with it. Gotcha. And so, he's like, I'll give it to you for $500. Like, I just need it gone, basically. Mm-hmm. So, Harlan's sitting on the porch and he's drinking. And he says that his wife left him. He says, yeah. Left him. Left him. He says, two men who started the year with their wives and are ending the year without them. Two men started the year with living children and ending the year with dead ones. He also said, at least I have both of my hands. 
because Wilfred had to get what a savage. His, his amputated eyes. At least I have both my hands, bitch. Yeah. So Harlan basically tells him to fuck off and leave and never come back. He never wants to see him again. And they were like friends. Yeah. So this is like I mean, I don't blame him for hard. saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is his son's fault for his daughter's death. Mm-hmm. So he leaves and he goes home and the cow is like out laying on its side out in front of the porch and it's almost dead. So he goes in, he gets his gun and he's like upset. Like, because he's going to have to kill this cow. Yeah. He sees a few rats in the house and tries to shoot at them, like, kill him, but he misses. And then he goes outside, and he shoots the cow to put it out of its misery. Does he at least use the meat? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't say. But, like, he can't even look at the cow when he shoots it. Like, he's upset about it. Yeah. So that must have been, like, his last cow. Mm Mm-hmm. So, as he's narrating, he says that was the end of 1922. So, now we go back to him sitting in the hotel when he sees more and more rats coming out of the hole in the wall. Okay. So, he ended up losing his house. Mm-hmm. Um, another, like, big farm bought the house. So, he did get some money for it. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, though. Gotcha. Um, Wilfred ended up going to Omaha, like his wife wanted in the first place, Mm -hmm. and he worked in a factory for 14 months, but he ended up quitting because he started noticing rats in the factory. Gotcha. So he is, like, starting to lose his mind again, so he quits. So he says he drinks all the money away that he got from the farm, but when he wasn't drinking, he was going and visiting the places that Henry went in the last month that he was alive. Gotcha. The bank he robbed, the, where he got the gun, stuff like that. So, he said that Henry was right, that there was another way, and that they should have done things different. He said, quote, in 1922, the conniving farmer, Wilfred James, begged to differ. So then, back in the hotel, Wilfred thought back on all the events that ended, up, ended him up where he was when he saw Arlette, Henry, and Shannon's dead bodies standing in front of him. Henry or Henry's body, mm-hmm. says, don't worry, Papa, it'll be quick. And then he holds out a knife. And Wilfred ends his letter by saying, in the end, we all get caught. And then the screen goes black, and that's the end. Nice. That, is, that sounds like a good movie. It, but it's a good movie. It is pretty good. It sounds good. I liked it. I watched it twice, mm-hmm. so. It sounds yeah. good. But I hope you guys um, liked it. Like I said, if you um, want to watch it, it's on Netflix. It's like an hour and 50 minutes long. So, give it a watch. Let us know what you think. For sure. But that's it. I don't think we have any, I don't think, I don't have anything else to you, Michelle. Nope. Leave us a review, a rating, and subscribe to us, please. We would that's appreciate it. Send, send this episode to somebody. Yeah. Just for funsies. Why Share not? it with your friends. <laughs> post it on your facebook <laughs> i'm just kidding go look at our social media yeah TCST it'll be in the link podcast. tree send us a dm on a story you have on a case you suggest on a movie you want us to watch whatever it may be yeah do you guys have any movies that you're too scared to watch and want to listen to instead yep we'll do that and that's all we got yeah thanks for listening see ya bye